and welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, rate, review, and subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We want to hear your thoughts on the movies and shows we review. Leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts or our YouTube channel, and we will read them during the show. Or reach out to us on social media. We love talking all things entertainment and pop culture with you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Delora, how was your birthday, darling? It's our first time back since your festivities. Yes, yes, yes. It was wonderful. Thank you so much for asking. I had a wonderful staycation. I highly recommend it. I did not log in to work for a whole week. And, you know, when Monday came around, I didn't feel like my life was going to, you know, implode. So yay to vacations. They're needed. Amen. How was your dinner? Oh, yes. I got a chance to have two wonderful dinners. Shout out to my best friend, Aaliyah. She came down. Um, we went to Pep and Dolores here in Cincinnati. Delicious. Everything we had was so good. It's called um, Pep and Dolores? D- Dolores, yeah. Oh, Dolores. I was about to say, you got to rush. Yeah. I would love it if I did. I, and I would have definitely told you, but no, no, not quite. <laughs> Um, we went to Boca and Boca was very fancy. Um, it had a tasting menu, so everything was much smaller in portion, but very tasty. Um, Amara was having a little bit of a moment. I was like, girl, we are at an expensive restaurant. I need for you to get yourself together because she claimed to not want anything. And that's usually not like her, but we had a long day because we also went to the museum and we saw a Picasso landscape exhibit. Um, One of my favorite things to do for my birthday is go to a museum. Because if you have a July birthday, it'd be hot. (laughs) (laughs) Taking this indoors. We're taking activities indoors. But it it was lovely. And I definitely look forward to going again. Also, when my girlfriend was here, we went ahead and saw The Little Mermaid again in theaters. Oh, she didn't see it. And Amara was like, why are we going to see it again? I'm like, just because we can. (laughs) She loved it, obviously. But she was like, oh, this is her second movie experience in the theaters. And she's seeing the same movie. So she was like, oh, I thought we would see another one. I'm like, you can see the same movie twice. (laughs) Putting that black dollar to work, baby. Are you going to take her to go see Barbie? Or do you think that's going to be too grown up? I don't. I was looking for ratings for Barbie and I've been having a hard time finding it. So I, I don't think she'll probably see Barbie. Okay. I've heard now rave reviews about Ryan Gosling's performance, but I'm trying Absolutely. to stay away from like one of my friends sent me a video with a supposedly non-spoiler review. I'm like, I don't want to know anything. Same. I want to go into this movie cold and I'm seeing it opening weekend. Now I'm Same. not, are you doing the double feature or Oppenheimer? Cause I'm not, I am not doing the double feature. Although you know, the Oppenheimer is definitely something that would be on my radar, but I'm I'm not I'm not doing it. Yeah, they released a Ken song, and I'm like, I am absolutely not listening to this before the movie. I need to be in my seat. <laughs> exactly. I want the full experience. Like, 
I've said this so many times. I feel like even movie trailers give too much away these days. Like, don't show they me do. anything. Let me go in and be surprised. I feel like there's going to be so many elements of Barbie that are going to be like, <gasps> you know what I'm saying? When you're actually watching it, I don't want to see it. I don't want to know. Let exactly. me have a full moment in this. Again, I'm still deciding. Are you going to do any Barbie merch? I'm still deciding if I'm going to wear any Barbie merch. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm wearing to freaking Renaissance, <laughs> let alone Barbie merch. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed, indeed. When I tell y'all, I have Googled what should I wear to see Beyonce Renaissance because seriously, people at this rate are though, coming in looks. It's it at this rate, it's gonna be a a tee and some shorts. <laughs> now I refuse to wear heels. Y'all not gonna catch me no, wearing heels to a concert. We're not doing that. That's not happening. But I'm going to be in Miami, so it's going to be hot. The stadium in Miami is open roof. So there's a lot yeah. of logistics to figure out. You know what I'm saying? Same. Same. I'm going to Chicago. To the it's outside. Exactly. And so it's like, I need to be able to move freely and feel comfortable. Comfortable in my skin. Um, By the way, while we're talking about Beyonce, I just want to say, touchdown Tay, we have not forgotten about your post on facebook asking us to break down our favorite beyonce i think it was albums we've done this though we've done it but we can definitely do it again because we're going to do a breakdown once we've both gone to the concert so we will include that as a part of our breakdown and just talk about it again because oh should we talk about beyonce the people we're going with because i'm going with my one girlfriend I can invite my friend on the pod who I'm going with. He's, I don't think, I don't, I'll ask him if he'll be interested in coming I'll on. ask my girlfriend and then we'll, we'll have a Renaissance episode. Interesting. Love that idea. I definitely am excited to finally see this thing in the flesh. Cause you know, I've been trying to avoid all the spoilers on the internet, but it's harder in heart girl i don't know how you've done it i can get i have seen outfits but i have not watched full like performances you know what i mean i have catch the beyonce wiggle on occasion but for the most part um everything everything's gonna be brand new well i know we've kind of circled around the block in terms of our conversation to start off the pod but guys welcome back it's another episode of Recapping with Delora and Ashley. We appreciate y'all sticking so with much. us uh, as always. And thank you for allowing us a little week break. Um, we are back and ready to get into some headlines and hot topics. The first one I love because we've been talking about Jamie Foxx and his road to recovery after a medical incident that we're still not sure exactly what happened and it's his privacy to not let us know in the public. But yep. it seems like he is back in good spirits and possibly back physically, whatever may have gone down in great form because he has been spotted out and about in Chicago. He's on a boat in this article I have up from TMZ. I heard he helped a woman. I think she like dropped her back or purse or something helped her picked it up gave it to her he seems to be good he waved at the camera he acknowledged the fans super happy to see it and a, as a part of the stories i was seeing that he's working with um colin firth on a luther vandross yes. documentary yes i was surprised by that i was like okay sir i know the second apparently luther vandross doc that's currently in the works but what did you think when you saw the footage of jamie i think his publicist should get a raise it's brilliant it is 
out of the ordinary statement. It's much different than even having a full article in People or whatever magazine, especially if he's not going to really tell it, tell us what's going on. But based off of just being so in the dark on his on this, you know, health complication to be able to see him moving, aware, waving, interacting with people is very promising because again, the way the internet had it set up, I'm thinking Jamie's on his deathbed and maybe he was, but you know, God is a healer. So I'm happy things are looking good for him. Absolutely. Love to see it. Our second headline, Britney Spears. We're going to first talk about this whole slap incident, and then we'll talk about her forthcoming memoir. So first, this slap incident that happened. It's been on the peripheral for me in terms of like coverage. Like I heard about it, but I didn't investigate it. Yeah, Yeah. same. Britney was in Vegas. Wait, and then there was a video. So you heard it about and it then, and like, but oh, I never even real. I didn't even watch the video till today till before oh. I knew we were going to talk about it because again it's just kind of been one of those stories I was like everybody's fine it's fine let's move on type of thing for me and so what happened was Britney's in Vegas and she was trying to get the attention of Victor I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name who watches ESPN let me know Wimbiyama who was the number one overall pick in the 2023 NBA draft. He was drafted by the San Antonio Spurs. And she tried to tap him, basically. Like, he was walking into a restaurant in Vegas. She tried to tap him. His security wasn't having it. They knocked her hand. And in knocking her hand, I guess she it made her hit herself in the face. And her yeah. glasses, like, almost fell off. That's the footage in the video. But Brittany has said, oh, I got knocked down. Friend had to help me up. She's still waiting on an apology that she feels like she's owed from both Victor as well as, I can't remember if it's the NBA or maybe just the Spurs, whatever. In the article mm-hmm. I was reading on People, apparently his security apologized after the incident, but she was still expecting an apology from Victor. So what do you think? Well, it's definitely something I didn't, place on my 2023 bingo card um it's the most bizarre story (laughs) let me tell you it's unfortunate that it happened I'm sure it was a shock and I'm sure it was unsettling for Brittany but I think some of these apologies are a bit of a stretch especially from his organization that he's like hired from from him sure absolutely he should apologize on behalf of his security team his security team should be a little bit more aware because the video was not really great it didn't look great but what they say believe none of what you hear and half of what you see so even with the video I'm not exactly sure what happened you know it's also a complex conversation because we're talking about a black man and a white woman in America right so we are very much team Brittany but I hope she's not over-exaggerating what's happening as well. I mean, to be honest with y'all, my gut reaction is the only reason why this is a story is because you're Britney Spears. Like, you would not have expected for someone to not know who you are to the extent where you would not have been able to have the privilege of touching this famous person who obviously Mm -hmm. is going to have security around them to keep them from the masses. Like even in his statement, he said that they 
told him to keep moving forward. Otherwise, he was going to create a crowd. Otherwise, there would be a security issue because a lot of people were calling out to him and all of this. So it it's a privileged mindset a little bit in terms of you're a celebrity and you're well-known, you're all this to think that you could just approach him in that right. way. Now, in most circumstances, especially if he had seen you from the front, it would right. have been totally different. But if he, if you are coming from behind him and his security doesn't, isn't paying any attention to anything except somebody's reaching out to him. I totally get it. Especially her, her sentiment was, well, I've been around all these famous people my whole life. I was with sync. People were throwing themselves at them. I've had people knock me down. My security never touched them, all this and that. That was a different era. Let's be honest. People now do not that people haven't always done crazy things, but people are doing crazier and crazier things. So in my Rolling opinion, stuff on stages and everything, hitting people in the face. So in my opinion, I get why security is, if they are more high end, would be for celebrities, for people who are famous for all of that. And I'm not saying that you and should we live hit in the age of post COVID. Like, don't touch me. Uh huh. And I'm not saying you should hit her. Which again, based on the video, it doesn't look right. like he did. It looks like she accidentally hit herself with the motion of him blocking her. I totally get that. I'm not condoning you like physically assaulting her or anything of right. that. But the way it was Correct. depicted and the way I saw it in the video, it would have been like a privileged thought to be like, well, I'm Britney Spears, so let me go tap this man on the shoulder because they should know who I am type of thing. Right. Ego. Yeah. And so that's the only reason why it's like a story and a headline and all of that. And granted, we grew up with Britney Spears. We are of the generation who still knows her as a huge pop star, but he's 19. You know what I'm saying? Like that era he of the wasn't height even of your fame. Born yeah, in 2000. That's, that's gone. That's done. It's done. It Ooh, is. Chile. It is. Let's be honest. It is. Now everybody still knows who Britney Spears is, most especially because of this conservatorship and everything that's happening. You getting free, and we love that for you. Yes. But this was to me making a mountain out of a molehill. I'm surprised that she's a fan. <laughs> <laughs> who knew Britney watched basketball? Because I, I even know. I wouldn't even know who this young man was. Exactly. And I, I love didn't even watch the draft. I, I didn't too. know who he was. Yeah. I didn't watch the draft <laughs> this year. So yeah, it's it's to me this was this was a lot. But let's move on to her memoir. Okay. Cause it's now been announced that her memoir, dubbed The Woman in Me. Is set to be released on October 24th. We've talked, we talked about this during the whole Free Britney movement, during the we court sure case. Did. We talked about what's going to come first, the interview or the book. And I said, oh, it's going to be the book because I just Same. feel like she's going to want to get her version of events out there and then maybe she'll do interviews subsequently. Get that dollar. What do you think you're most looking forward to having revealed in this memoir? Oh, that's a great question. Her relationship with Justin Timberlake. Mm. <laughs> let, let me not pretend okay that is numero uno okay and then after that her motherhood like what that journey is like for her I know it's not quote-unquote normal right with how things are set up because the boys stay with their father most of the time and so and of course what she did during her conservatorship i think what i'm most looking forward to is just honestly hearing her perspective of what it was like at the height of her fame because britney spears came up in a time where that that beast of a machine of like mm -hmm. pop stardom was insane 
And like Britney Spears was the peak of that for our generation. Yes, so like, was. I just want to know what that actually felt like, what that was really like behind the scenes, because Britney always had this very bubbly, uh, happy-go-lucky image, but obviously she was struggling with things behind the scenes. So like, when did that start? When Ooh, you know what I'm saying, like when the background for the umbrella incident after she shaved off her like head, like all of it. Like I want to know when she started having that trajectory of like I'm not okay. Things are going on that the public is not aware of. Like when was that shift? Because I mean, Britney's been on television and in people's homes since the Mickey Mouse Club days. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like she's been around forever. So like when for her personally. Did those shifts start happening? Like, that's what I really want to know. Like, almost like documentary style. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I want the book to be my documentary of, like, how did those early days happen and what were the catalysts for it? I know, especially in terms of the Justin Timberlake relationship, she said that she felt like that was just a product of that image she was in. It was like another just thing. So yeah. did she ever enjoy that relationship? Or was it all, did she feel trapped in or familiar it. because she had known him for so long right Since they were kids exactly and then do you think she's gonna speak on her christina aguilera um sure why not because again she got, paid, she got paid 15 million dollars she better come with all the tea all of it all of it are you going to read it or listen to it on audiobook you know what ashley this is actually not a prioritized book for me okay so you just probably After all of that see some of the excerpts and then decide. Yes. yes. Okay. It it was not on par with like spare, right? Mm. Like had to get my hands on spare. Mm-hmm. No questions asked. This I'm just I'm gonna wait and see. Okay, that's fair. I nothing, no books have been that much on my heart, if I'm honest. It's just kind of <laughs> what grabs me on a particular day. I got all these audible credits I need to use. So maybe I'll use it because I just need to, you know, Audible still charging me every month. But if you want recommendations, you know where to go. I I've, absolutely I've do. Met my 150 book goal for <laughs> the year. Girl, good using good, you. good reads. <laughs> I'm still reading Sunny's second book. Okay. I just I'm towards the end. It's on the nightstand. You know, it's just, I get in these modes, these vibes. You know, I don't know if everybody's like this, but sometimes I'm like real heavy into listening to music every day. Then some days I'm, I only want to listen to podcasts every day. Then I go into a reading binge. It's like, I I usually don't multitask. I'm kind of in one mode or another. (laughs) So I need to get back into my reading mode because I love a good book. But we'll see what happens come October. And uh, when Lifetime does their depiction of it, um, we'll have another conversation. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) All right. Our next headline, our last really, babies, babies, babies. The brat has given birth to her baby boy with her wife, Jessica, gave birth on July 6th in Atlanta. Whoop, whoop, July 6th so sweet yeah your birthday twin birthday twin baby's name is true legend harris depart which did you see these stories about a former employee claiming they stole the baby's name from her kids no girl yes just adding some drama former employee who said they got beef said oh you stole both of my son's names and used it as your kid's name jessica said here's a video from 2020 
of the bride saying what we were going to name our child. So yeah, a little bit of controversy with that, but it seems like they're doing well and happy and excited and love to see it and glad that both baby and mommy came healthy. We also have Naomi Osaka giving birth to a baby girl with her boyfriend Corday. Mm-hmm. They have not released their baby's name, but obviously they had previously revealed they were expecting and Naomi had posted some photos of her cute baby bump and all of that. And she had said at the time of her pregnancy, she was definitely excited to get back to tennis, but I'm sure she's just in mommy mode right now in the bubble, enjoying the first days of motherhood. Congratulations Adorable. to both moms and partners and excited to see the style of both of these kids because <laughs> i feel like exactly i feel like both of their parents sets of parents are gonna keep them looking good all right delora let's get into our hot topics we gotta talk about some toxic shit first and then we can get to emmy nominations <laughs> so we took a week off and during that week the internet exploded exploded because our good sis, one of our favorites, one of the internet's favorites, one of America's favorites, Kiki Palmer, got pulled into some BS by her boyfriend and baby daddy, Darius Jackson. Okay, so Kiki looking good, looking beautiful. Since She's the birth, looking amazing. Since Shout the birth of her you. son, body, oddy, oddy. And she's been yes. loving it and displaying it. And I'm here for it. And I'm like, damn, Same. I guess that's a good reason for me to have a baby. I can finally get some boobs <laughs> and some hips and a booty. But anyway, she's looking amazing. She was looking so good. And so she went to go see none other than Usher, Usher Raymond. Usher has been doing this residency in Vegas and has been sending people wild okay yep. he always manages to find some celeb ladies in the audience to serenade every time i hear people talk about it they're like it's an experience going to see usher is an experience it's highly recommended they're like it's one of the best shows you, you can see period and he is a ultimate entertainer so we have yes. no doubt about it ashley are we going when i would love going? to go these ticket prices though it's have so been expensive for his nosebleeds, it's over 300. We already going to see Beyonce this year. I feel like I it was know. like I had to choose. Same. I feel Same. like I had to choose. Hopefully, he's not going to leave. Hopefully, he stays for 2024. And then I can consider it. But, you know, who had the budget was Kiki Palmer. And she went and saw Usher. And she was looking good in this bodysuit with the sheer, sheer dress top. over it. Yes. With the, with the cheeks. With I thought she cheek- looked cute it was beautiful like it's vegas it's for one it's vegas for two i find it so interesting always how people police your attire based on what where you're going because i bet you she's worn a thong on the beach (laughs) i bet you she has but this outfit was too much and you You, wouldn't have known if she didn't turn around she looked amazing. And she so looked amazing. Darius, instead of texting her, instead of, instead of he, calling her, instead of calling her, instead of evaluating his feelings and deciding, I probably shouldn't say shit anyway, he decided to use them fingers to tweet. It's the outfit, though. You a mom. 
insanity ensues. He doubles down, Delora. He puts out this whole spiel. Let me find it. Talk about, I rest my case. We live in a generation where a man of the family doesn't want the wife who's married and the mother to his kids to showcase booty cheeks to please others. And he gets told how much of a hater he is. This is my family and my representation. I have standards and morals to what I believe. I rest my case. Go ahead, Delora. Speak your peace, girl. They are not married. Nope. One. Two, the unmitigated gall to think that you're going to embarrass the mother of your child that way. First of all, if he had sanity, Usher does this all the time. Kiki was playing into the act. They are entertainers. Mm -hmm. She was performing as much as Usher was, which proves that Darius is insecure. You know what's ironic? They met at an insecure party. The show. Because his brother was Drew. In case anybody listening was not aware. Sarunas is his brother. And Sarunas got dragged into it. Sarunas is like. He sure did. What I got. Somebody tweeted, your brother is a whole whore, though. He was like, I've been minding my business. What do I have to do with this? I've been minding my business. But it is just a shame because I was rooting for that young man. (laughs) Him showing up, meeting uh, Vice President Kamala Harris with the baby in hand, letting, not letting, but Kiki doing her thing. She She has had this baby and she has been working to maintain those checks. And you out here... Because you at home or whatever. (laughs) I don't think I've been this disappointed in someone's behavior that I don't know or care anything about in a while. And it's because you did this to Kiki unproblematic Palmer. Exactly. Kiki has spoken nothing but good things about you, sir. Kiki has been... In our homes for a very long time. And you thought you were going to publicly slander her on the internet? I mean, we've talked about how we feel like there's a relational relationship with her. Like, she feels like my my baby cousin. Like, you, what you're not going to do is... I read her whole interview on the cut that she just did. She looked fabulous. That fabulous all of those pictures the hair the body the outfits fabulous beautiful i read the whole interview she is such a comes across as such a sincere lovely human being and so Mm -hmm. i hated this for her i hated that this is the impression now that i have of your partner he seems like trash based on this interaction i hate that he made this public it could have been private y'all could have worked this out so now you have to decide how you're going to move forward and if this is your your partner the person you love the father of your child i want you to be happy i want you to be happy and this didn't seem like it was a happy situation that was going to come of this now you could block out the noise of the public and all that but this is still the dude you got to go home to i hope he is understood the error of his ways doesn't seem like based on what i've seen he has um he he, he got off of, her from her social media her. they stopped following each other on instagram he had hopped off of twitter and hopped back on doesn't seem like things are great at home she did a whole two-step time out if he gonna f up i'm gonna link up 
I did think that was a little immature. Um, and she's out here selling merch, blind to the BS, and I'm a mother. If she didn't do it, somebody would. So true. I know it was very on the nose for me, but um, I don't blame her if she's like, what I don't have time for is this. It just made me sad. I hated to see it. He was wrong. I think we everyone can agree that he was wrong. Whether or not he felt and that the way, internet went deep into his Twitter too, and all yeah. his. As people always do. You can't. Yeah. Unsolicited armchair analysis on things going on in the world that were absolutely wrong on the wrong side of history. <laughs> Even the people who may have agreed with him, you know, having standards that he wants, whatever, to do it publicly, I think was the biggest issue that a lot of people had. Now, I didn't agree with absolutely. either. I don't agree with either. Um. But I definitely think that he created this issue. He created this monster and it's just super unfortunate. And I hope that, I hope for the best for Kiki and her son. And let's also <laughs> realize that he's he felt threatened by freaking Usher Raymond. He did. Did you see the video of Charlemagne saying that yes! Usher is the true villain? <laughs> it's the menace. <laughs> he said Usher been telling y'all since... But what's is he got Kiki when she was skinny and now she got all this body yaddy yaddy and he thought it was cute at first but now that she's getting attention oh now you want to clutch your pearls? Sir, sit down! I mean the thing is, is Kiki is beautiful no matter what yes. size, shape yes, she's yes, ever yes. been right and so and, uh, and I want to say it's not that she wasn't beautiful before but I'm just saying he can't handle all this jelly that is no, what I am I saying. get what you're saying it's definitely <laughs> you can tell that her being comfortable in her skin obviously is irking him is making him yes. feel insecure because I'm sure yes. she is as she said many times I feel confident this baby has given me a new sense of power so she he wanted to take her down a peg he wanted to knock her down and publicly try to embarrass her and it was, that is toxic as fuck it's so disappointing bro so disappointing and again I know people have discussed this I know we're late to the party but we just had to give our two cents out there too and Kiki just know we rooting for you you girl you and your child <laughs> kiki do you love me <laughs> and if y'all have not seen the cut cover and photos and read the article please do love some kiki palmer and more toxic shit we have this whole situation with jonah hill and his ex-girlfriend sarah brady came on the heels of the kiki palmer incident which some people were like oh a white woman loves to follow on the heels of a black woman's like struggles <laughs> i'm not gonna go that deep I will say it was interesting timing. That's thinking too hard, though. But yeah. But girl, talking about making something public. So they broke up apparently last year. And Sarah has decided she was going to wait for Joan Hill's girlfriend or fiance to have a baby. And then has released all these intimate texts between the two of them that she says basically shows that he was emotionally abusive and warning other women, hey, if you have a partner who behaves like this, make an exit plan. Have you read these texts? What do you think about her publicly revealing them? And what do you think that the repercussions are for Jonah Hill? I have read the text messages. I think she has the right to release them whenever she wants because it happened to her. Um, and any repercussions for Jonah Hill, I'm not exactly sure considering he is 
a major player in Hollywood and he has friends in high places. So what I will say is speaking of toxic ass traits, you follow and find a woman in her element. She's a surfer. She wears bikinis. She interacts with anyone who surfs. Then you get in a relationship with her and then you want to start stripping her of everything that she knows that empowers her, that she has, you know, created her identity around. That is so freaking alarming. Talking about you can't take pictures in bikinis. You can't talk to dudes. What? So you're just going to take her away from everything she knows and loves to do what? sit to be your girlfriend he felt like she needed to do all these things for him to consider her to be a wife and a mother for his children for his life these were these were his boundaries but then it's like well go find another girl then if you're taking everything that i know and love away from me so i i'm not conflicted at all about what was revealed in the text i personally found it like um really upsetting to think that you um, find yourself in a relationship with somebody you're deeply invested you're in love with them and they're attempting to um, control you in these ways and and stop you from being who you are and having relationships with other people and all these things and that was that was very upsetting to me but I'm conflicted still about just the release like there's there's something about the some of the messages I saw that made me feel like there's a possible still like feeling of are you were you scorned and so you're doing this you're releasing this still because you're still upset about the dissolution of the relationship like I think because I don't know Sarah and I don't know her intentions that's still up for debate and I find intent to be such a big factor in like my thoughts about stuff and so if it is about you being upset that he moved on with somebody else versus you really trying to supposedly help other women to not be caught up in relationships where they are with a controlling or a manipulative or abusive partner you know I, I can't speak to that but it did some of those texts did make me wonder um so that I'm still conflicted about because it's like these this is this is not my business if I was in a relationship with somebody and they released my personal text messages, I would definitely feel some type of way. But if he, you know, I also heard, I think it was Van who said that there's a fine line between some people being in relationships with someone who just is not good for them or not an ideal partner and someone who has gone through something that is like a crime. And there's no, there's sometimes not a divide between that and like space for that and like public discourse and public opinion. And I was like, that's interesting because again, for me, it goes back to Sarah's intent. If Sarah released these because she genuinely feels like I was emotionally abused and I want other women to see the warning signs, that's great. I see the necessity of it. But if it's not, if it's just, hey, you know, I just wanted to release these to make you look bad in X, Y, and Z, it wasn't sexual assault. It wasn't rape. It wasn't the things that I feel like in those, you know, Joan Hill needs to go to prison. Joan Hill needs to be arrested. That's a totally different conversation, if that makes yeah. sense. So I think it leaves a lot to be discussed, like in public and the public opinion and curious to see where it moves forward. But because of this coming out, now there's a young lady who said that Jonah Hill 
inappropriately kissed her when she was 16 years old at a party. And so his rep has refuted that and said it's there's no there's no merit to that or something along those lines. But sometimes when it rains, it pours. So in Jonah Hill's case, I don't know if this is the end of things that are going to publicly come out about him because now yeah. shoes are falling, chips are falling. The situation with the 16-year-old, if that's true, then again, now we're talking about criminal behavior. So the waters are getting are getting muddier, much muddier. But I'm the, the text message thing, I'm still just like, mm, if I can figure out, have a better sense of what the, your real intention was, then I could fall harder on feeling like they should be released. But the behavior in it was disturbing, upsetting. Very upset and you know condescending using therapy talk it's like ooh, the that's the last thing you want somebody who quote unquote is in therapy but uses it as a weapon and i hated that too because i watched that documentary he did with his therapist and his therapist (laughs) seemed like lovely in terms of really being good at what he did trying to be helpful he has parkinson's so that was a big reason doing this so he has a legacy that people can see and all this. So it was disturbing to me too when I thought about it. I was like, damn, I just watched that documentary about his therapist and he's using this language and weaponizing it and talking about his boundaries and this and that. And I've seen therapists post on Instagram, like these are not boundaries. Like people need to have clarity around this terminology. And right. so he used a lot of that. And again, I think what bothered me is just like as a as a anyone who you've gotten deeply involved into a relationship you know at some point it's so hard for you to remove yourself when you have feelings for that person when you're in love with that person and so to imagine the mentality of being that and then this is how that person is talking to you like if you don't change all these things we can't be together if you don't stop dealing with men stop dealing with women who are whatever he considered them to be uh, unstable whatever he said like all these things that he's the only judge of right because who who made you god a bit of a god complex don't you think yeah it's a, it was she a lot allowed to, to have a say a list of people she doesn't want him to hang out with i doubt it she made it seem like there's more too so who knows but that relationship no 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 so that's all i really wanted to say on that it's not that was not as cut and dry to me as the kiki palmer situation but still disturbing let's move on to our Last and final hot topic. Emmy noms. Emmy noms are out. Complete list. I'm looking at Entertainment Weekly. I will not go down this full list, but I just wanted to ask you, was there anything that surprised you, excited you, you're looking forward to seeing at the actual show? All right. So I was super happy on the limited series front. So Beef was nominated as well as Daisy Jones and the Six. Dominique Fishback was nominated for Swarm. Like that was really, really cool. And I'm looking at best actress on that one. Super excited for Taraji P. Hinton, Abbott Elementary uh, nomination. Quinta for Saturday Night Live and Abbott Elementary. Speaking of Abbott Elementary, shout out to Janelle and Miss Shirley Ralph and Tyler James Williams. What I am saddened by is Queen Charlotte only got three nominations and it's for costume, hair, and the wonderful Julie Andrews. But 
I really felt like India and Corey deserve some recognition for their work in that series because it was gorgeous. Were you surprised Sam didn't get nominated for Daisy Jones? <sighs> A little, but it was all about Daisy <laughs> at the same time. You know what I mean? And so... Mm-hmm. um yeah, that that's a great question. I I was kind of shocked, but I was like, well, Daisy Jones was was pretty much it for that series. I'm super excited for, uh, and I'm gonna mispronounce this actress's name. She's in the Bear. Uh-huh, um, yeah, I'm super excited for her. I just finished the second season of the Bear, and I love her character. Um, started that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really want her to win this. Like, I know it's stiff competition, but. I would love for her to get that win. Um, I was I was surprised about Sam because I felt like there would like Riley needed Sam for their scenes together to be what yeah. they were. So it's tough to not give him a nom if you're going to give her a nom. But hey, it is what it is. I mean, uh, Camilla got a nom as well. Oh my! And you know, it kind of reminds me of. Um, only murders in the building how i think it was last year martin and steven got the nomination but selena did not and that sucked yep i'm also surprised again having just seen the bear that i just knew that jamie lee curtis was going to get a nom for um like what's the terminology for it or what's the award for a guest actress in a comedy series because the Mm. turn she did um was something to see i'll i'll put it like that and it was outside of her usual characters so i i expected to see her name down there but again you have i mean this is the last season of ted lasso so you know they're about to pick up a lot of awards last season of succession so i was expecting a lot of awards for those so i mean otherwise it was pretty much what my expectations had been but you know i'm just no i'm just gonna say i'm just I get overwhelmed with the Emmys because there's so many categories. So many. So I'm just curious to see like how it it shakes out. This is my final thing to say. So super excited for Steven Yoon's uh, nomination for Beef and Jenny Ortega's for Wednesday because I was really concerned about it because I think Allie got nominated for Beef as well. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see who's going to come on top. I know Secession's probably going to get a lot of play yes. considering it, it's in its final season. But White Lotus is pretty um, popular as well. And yes. what's interesting, White Lotus is um, now under drama series before it was under limited series in the past. So That's because uh, now it's two seasons and there's yep. going to be a third. So that makes yep. sense. Yep. So, um yeah it should be fun absolutely all right well what's the date of the award show oh they haven't decided yet have they i think they've said they're gonna push it back possibly though because of the writer's strike right oh and shout out to storm reed she got nominated for guest actress on the last of us a lot of last of us yes um my yes. pedro got nominated for both that and his stint on saturday night live which was hilarious and i'm happy that the black lady sketch show got nominated again even though for their last season they are no longer coming back 
I hope Pat Sajak wins for our Sandy Holtz for a game show since he's about to retire. Go ahead and give it up for Pat for Will of Fortune. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of the strike, that's really the last thing that I wanted to mention before we hop off of here is when we're recording, and I know by the time this is released, we'll know what has happened, but that SAG strike is looming with this midnight deadline, and they've caught in federal mediation yes. to try to help resolve this. I feel like there's still going to be a strike when this is released, so we'll see if I'm right. I agree. I agree. And we'll see how this all shakes out. Ooh, it's getting rough out there in Hollywood. I'll tell you what. Yep. All right, Delora, that's it. That's all. We're getting out of here. But before we do, what are we recapping for the people on Tuesday? Oh, my goodness, Ashley. We are recapping Netflix, rom-com, The Perfect Find. And you know what makes this recap even special, even more special? We have guests! Yeah! We have two of the trio dumb black mamas joining us for the discussion it is a blast i cannot wait for y'all to hear it on tuesday we go in depth so be ready for that journey but it is absolutely worth it absolutely check out their podcast um yes wherever you get your podcasts and guys as always it's been a pleasure we look forward to seeing you. Again, thank you, Crystal and Nikisha, for your time and your thoughts. It was such a fun conversation. Absolutely. Appreciate y'all and likely we'll have you back soon. All right, guys, we got to get out of here. It's been a long one for us. We'll see y'all next time. Bye.